what is up people welcome back to the me on my podcast with your one and only host my asia i don't know how everyone has been doing but to be honest y'all my week has been full of shit okay i have been under the weather i was at the hospital just not feeling my best but i am trying to stay committed and consistent with recording these episodes so here i am um i had a fever It turns out I had, like, something that I shouldn't have that I didn't know I had that turned into something really bad, and I'm recovering from it, but I'm still kind of feeling weak. I'm still kind of, like, drained, I would say, so I'm just, I'm here. That's all I can say is I'm here. I thank you all for tuning in, honestly. I hope that you all did something productive with your week. I really, really wanted this week to be productive for me, y'all, like... I had a plan. Like last week I had a I had a plan. I was like, I'm gonna work out every day this week. I'm gonna make sure I eat, I'm gonna make sure I hydrate, I'm gonna make sure that, you know, I stay committed to this plan that I had set. And then Wednesday I come home and I have a one oh four fever. And like I'm just like, what the fuck? And what's crazy is I had seen a post of like somebody saying like it's always when you start to get consistent with going to the gym that you get sick or I don't know something just fucking happens and then you lose that consistency and it's annoying because that's been the case for me like before the like this whole these past like two months I've been very inconsistent with the gym and it sucks because like I've even been sick you know things just have been coming up to where I just literally could not have gone to the gym and I'm just annoyed and like this is another setback because I've just been having really really rough fucking week okay really rough week I'm I'm really exhausted right now as I'm sitting here recording but I really wanted to get an episode out to you guys and I don't want to you know not post anything and you know so that's what I'm doing right now I hope that you all honestly had a way better week than me I hope that you guys feel way better than I do right now so yeah this week's episode I decided to dedicate it more towards um the loss of my grandmother she passed away when I was 14 in 2014 actually and um I just wanted to talk a little bit about that process and how everything had went for me because if we're going chronological order If you guys remember last week's story was about my foster home experience and um, my grandmother passed away freshman year in high school, which I had just transitioned out of that last foster home that I told you guys and moved with my grandmother in Atlantic City. So I was around 13, 14 and then my grandmother passed away a year, I think, after I had moved in and I was in high school and stuff. So that whole process to me was very weird, I would say, because we never really dealt with we never dealt with a lot of loss really in my family. Like a lot of people just don't die in my family. Like my uncle passed away when I was younger, but I was nine at the time. And I honestly had didn't know what was going on. Like no idea. Like I was one of those nosy kids who like. If I heard my mom talking in a room, I would, like, listen and hear what she's talking about. But, like, don't understand what the hell going on, but I still want to, like, listen in type shit. And I remember one night my mom was, like, on the phone. Somebody had called her, 
and she was on the phone and she just started crying, just crying, crying, crying. And I don't, I'm like, I don't know what she's crying for. So I ran in the room and I like pretended like, cause we used to have a cat named Joy and, um, Joy used to always like hide around the house and stuff like that. We could never find her. So I like made up an excuse to go into my mom's room and I said something about the cat and she was like, okay. And, um, she never really mentioned why she was crying. And then, then like, um, I don't even think she really told us. I think we just found out because you know how someone passes away and everybody congregates at somebody's house to like, you know, everybody comes together and all that. So I'm pretty sure everybody started to congregate over my mom's house or we went to a family, a family member's house. I can't really remember because like I said, I was very young, but, um, yeah, so somebody, somebody came over and we, they was talking about it, but I kind of didn't know much. I honestly remember bits and pieces of my uncle, like, because of how young I was. I remember, I don't remember his voice anymore. I don't remember, I remember his face just by looking at pictures, obviously, but it's just little bits and pieces that I remember of him, and it sucks because, like, my mom, my aunts, of course, everybody has those memories because that was their brother, and he was the only brother, but, like, I don't know. I just don't have that many memories with him, so when he passed away, I couldn't really grieve. I couldn't cry because, like, I didn't have anything to kind of remember him, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't have memories. Like, he, of course, he knew who I was, and, like, when we seen him, he came around the house, you know, uncle, we gave him hugs and stuff like that, and, yeah, like, we had a relationship, like, of course, that was my uncle, but, like, I just didn't have a relationship to where I remembered where, you know, I could, like, sincerely shed a tear and cry. Um, I remember going to the funeral, and I sat all the way in the back. I was, like, nine at the time, but I sat all the way in the back because it was an open casket, and my great-grandma just kept saying, I don't want y'all to remember him like this because we were so young, and I was just saying, I don't want to see him like that either because I've never been to That was my first time ever going to a funeral, and... I was like, I don't want to see him like that. My grandmother, I remember my grandmother being there. She was in a wheelchair. She just kept crying. I never wanted to bury my son. I never, I wanted my son to bury me. I never wanted to bury my son because he was shot. He was shot at his house and was like found in the middle of the street somewhere. They said, still to this day, his case is unsolved, by the way. Um, he was shot and killed at his house, but nobody heard anything. Apparently, he like word was said that he had gotten a fight with somebody they was at his house like playing cards or something like that got into a fight and you know it turned into something more they shot and killed him and nobody has ever been prosecuted he's justice has never been served for my uncle's death but um yeah so I remember being at the funeral nine years old and my grandmother just sitting in the front she was in a wheelchair at the time because she was very sick and um, my great grandma just kept saying, y'all sit in the back, sit in the back, because I just don't want y'all to see him like this. I don't want y'all to remember him like this because of how young we were. It kind of traumatized me. And I remember seeing what the casket looked like, but I never not once looked at his face. I never not once went up there to like see him because I was just like, I can't like, I don't know, as a young person too, being nine, it was traumatizing. Like, I don't know. I, I personally am a very scary person. Like, I legit, y'all, cannot watch scary movies. I cannot, like, watch First 48 past a certain time. I can't because I literally have scary dreams and stuff. And, excuse me, 
people be thinking I be joking when I say I really dead ass have these scary dreams and scary thoughts and it's not nothing fun for me I don't enjoy that so I personally I've carried that since I was nine I've carried that up till I am 23 now and I do not play that so when my grandmom said sit in the back oh my ass sat in the back I didn't go up there I didn't want to go see what he looked like I didn't I wanted to remember him like how I seen him last time I seen him when he was at my house and that was it but it was it was pretty sad because like a lot of my younger because I have a lot of younger cousins we're all around the same age so imagine eight and nine year olds just walking around the funeral sitting in the back of the funeral and you have like people coming in and like what was weird is like um I remember a man coming in that funeral right and he came in with a weapon like a gun and my great-grandmom and everybody was so confused because like my uncle a lot of people knew who my uncle was so you know people came in to show respects to him and the family and stuff like that and like this man walked in this random man like people thought it was like you know maybe my uncle knew him from somewhere he just came in and he had a weapon with him like a gun and they thought that he was like trying to put the gun in the casket with my uncle or whatever and security had to like escort him out and they was all confused because some people thought it was the man who actually killed my uncle because nobody seen this nobody seen the friend that was with my uncle at the time that he passed away um the friend never came forward and said you know hey it was me that we was all playing cards with or whatever the case is like nobody said anything of course that's just how the community goes but nothing was ever said and this man randomly walks in with a weapon at his funeral trying to put it in his casket for whatever reason like why I don't know if that's people at first for me as I got older I thought it was like you know maybe it's like a man thing or like you know if you see a if a guy sees his friend die or something like that you want to go put a bottle in his casket or something like that you know I was thinking it was something more along that lines but then it turned out like as I got older my aunts and stuff they was like no like I think that was the guy who actually killed him and wanted to come you know like bring his his gun that he shot him with and put it in the gasket order cases but I don't know it's pretty it's pretty deep I don't really want to get into that but yeah so that was the first death that we actually had in our family and I didn't really experience it I didn't really grieve because I didn't know what grief was I didn't know what death really was like I didn't know like seeing my uncle pass away I'm like okay like he's gone but I don't feel anything you know like his presence is still kind of a a thing where like damn like I don't I don't see him around anymore but like I wasn't sad I wasn't crying and it didn't really hit me until I got older and I realized like damn like my uncle really passed away he was the only boy uncle I had on my mom's side of the family um that was my mom's only brother so you know, it was it was kind of like traumatizing in a way. The older the older I got, the more I realized that how like I never really had a chance to grieve. And then um, transitioning into high school and stuff, my grandmother passed away at fourteen. But what what killed me about this whole death was y'all. I like I told y'all I was in foster care for a while and like Dyfus, I had to arrange visits to see my grandmother, but she was sick sometimes, so we couldn't get to see her, or, you know, things just didn't get arranged, and we just never got to see her that much. I remember the last time I saw my grandmother, she was at this, like, living assistant place, 
and she was she had just like got off of um being in a wheelchair because she had diabetes and I think she had lung cancer and like she had like stage I think she had like stage three or four diabetes so she was far along in like being sick and for a while I just I couldn't really like understand because sometimes she'll be okay right or she'll be walking talking like everything is fine she she doesn't need help with like walking she doesn't need help with eating she doesn't need help with anything and then there'll be other times where she's like sick in the bed like begging for help like needing us to help her every step of the way needing her needing us to help her get out the bed feed her clothe her make sure she's showered you know that type of thing and when I was younger I seen a lot of it I seen a lot of the signs where like she would be good one day bad the next good one day bad the next but I couldn't really understand why because like I never questioned my grandmother like I never was like grandma why you sick all the time you know I just prayed that she would get better and I just will hope that you know like she's okay because she's she was strong like she would just say like you know I'm okay and I always believed it because like I said she'll be bad one day good the next and I'm thinking like she's okay like last time I saw her she was literally okay like she was able to walk she was able to you know like I remember she made us some spaghetti like that was literally the last time I saw my grandmother alive but I remember when we was younger I must fast forward I'm gonna rewind back to when we was younger so when we was younger now this was at the time that I had found out my uncle passed away um my grandma used to come over a lot and she was kind of sick and I seen it a little bit like signs a little bit where like it would be hard for her to walk and I remember this one time um we wanted to walk to the store but the store was like a little bit farther up the street from my house. It was like, it was a walk's way. I would say it was about like a 10 minute walk on a good day. But this was a hot summer day. So give or take, depending on how fast we walk in, probably about 15 minutes. So um, she was like, yeah, I walked to the store with y'all. And you could tell she was kind of struggling to walk. But like, we, me and my, we young. Like we, I was young at the time. I was like nine. So I got I got me some little strong bony legs. I was moving. I ain't really I didn't pay it much mind until my grandmother fell. Like literally fell. She tripped and fell on the concrete. And me and my sister, we was the only ones with her at the time. We was just like, because we didn't know what to do. So we picked her up. We helped her out. We like you okay? We like you want to go back home? Um, she was like no. Like let's keep walking. And it was just those little signs that I had seen that at the time meant nothing to me I'm just like you know maybe she tripped or fell because I mean I trip and fall all the time but as I got older like once once she passed away and I started to like put things together I started to realize little things that I could have realized before that I didn't realize until after she passed away but um there was just little signs that I just was like is she really okay and I never really got the answers that I wanted out of her person me personally because like I said my grandmother husband I was 14 I was only 14 at the time and I was young like that's a young age I feel like and I had so much going on as far as high school like I was running track I was dancing I was you know starting to develop who I was as a person really and I didn't really pay much attention to you know her and it sucks because you don't really realize how much a person means to you until they're no longer in your life like literally and that's why I tell people all the time like yeah 
you know, you don't like this person right now or, yeah, you know, you're not really feeling how things are going, but you won't realize how much that person means to you until they are literally no longer in your life and will never be in your life ever again. Like, not to say I took advantage of my grandmother, but, you know, there was times where I felt like I could have been more present in her life. And because I was so young, I didn't think, you know, I had to be present because I'm like, I'm young. Like, you know, she will come, she'll come around. When we get older, we'll get to see her more. And I always promised her, like, when I get older, I'll come see you every day. I'll be, you know, we'll be present. But because I was younger, I was also still dealing with diapers and foster care and stuff like that. It was hard for me to go see her. And um, I did have her number. So we used to talk on the phone a lot. And I think this was one of like close to the last conversations we had on the phone before she passed away, which is weird, y'all. So this conversation went a little like this. So I called her. I'm like, hey, grandma. She's like, hey. And I don't know why y'all always had this feeling that she was going to die soon. Like I and I never I never wanted to speak that type of thing into existence. But I always had this feeling that like she's going to pass away soon. And I never could put a put a thumb on when, but I always had this feeling like, I don't know when, but my grandmother's going to pass away soon. She's strong, but I just had a feeling. And I always thought like, you know, when I get older, she's going to be there. She's going to be, be able to see, you know, her great grandkids and, you know, watch me graduate high school, watch me graduate college, watch me join the army, you know, just things like that. But I, in my heart, in my spirit, I had a feeling that she's going to die soon. I just couldn't figure it. I couldn't really pin a win. So I took advantage of the time that I had with her, of course, and I would call her and of our last conversation, um, I remember being on the phone with her and I was like, Hey grandma. She was like, Hey baby. And she, I was like, grandma, are you okay? And she was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I keep telling y'all I'm okay. And I was like, are you sure you're okay? Like, I just, I, I just feel like, you know, I'm scared and she was like why and I was like I'm scared you're just gonna die soon and she was like I'm not I'm not gonna die soon I'm okay like stop crying I'm not gonna die soon and I don't know I just oh I literally said this on the phone to her days before I think it was like a month or two before that she passed away that I was like I think you're I feel like you're gonna die soon grandma and I just I was scared I was crying because we hadn't seen her in so long I only heard her voice but I haven't seen her I hadn't seen her in a while and a part of me kind of was so hurt when she did pass away because like Dyfus was in a way of me being able to see my grandmother because you had they had to authorize a lot of these visits because we were still under like the state system and all that stuff so all those times when I kept asking them like can I go see my grandma can you authorize visits for us to see our grandmother they took their time they dragged their feet like they just like did what the fuck they wanted and it was just like we kept asking y'all can we go see my our grandmother now she's dead not to say like that but you know now she's she's passed away and we we can never see her again like she's gone and I was upset I was angry honestly I was I was upset after that that phone call that I had with her you know I kind of prayed and I was like she's gonna live forever you know like but I knew it in my heart that the day was coming. And it's weird because I found out that she passed away on a Facebook, by a, by being on Facebook early in the morning. Like, I shouldn't have found out that way. But um, it was really early in the morning. And my aunt had posted that my grandmother passed away. 
And I was just shocked. I was like, what? Grandma passed away? And I told my sister, we instantly started crying. Like, instantly. I was, like, in shambles. It was a fucking wreck. I could not. I cried for, like, 10 days. Like, back to back to back. Like, we went out to go, you know, bury her. And as soon as I walked up to the casket, I just cried, 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 cried. It was a grief that I still, to this day, was never really fully able to move forward with because I could never really understand it. Um, especially because I feel like a part of me never got to really know her. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced like a death to where like you never, you can't really understand why, like, I don't know. The older I am, the more I've realized that I've only, I've only known her when I was younger, like the younger me, like I wanted to be able to know her, the me now, like the one who actually like knows things like I'm actually a woman now. I have my own life, you know, like my own career. I have a boyfriend. I have, you know, like I have things. And it sucks that like I was younger. I didn't really know her. And I had so many things going on in my life. Like I knew her, of course, that was my grandmother. And I don't know. I just, I I prayed every day. I was like in this very depressive state because I just wish that I had got to say more to her. I wish that I got to build a stronger relationship. Like, yeah, we went over her house and yeah, you know, we was her grandkids. But, you know, to have a, a relationship with her now is a wholly different story, a totally different story than having a relationship with her when I was younger. Like I would trade it any day, any day. And that's only because the younger me didn't understand a lot. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So for half of the shit that I like was going through when I was younger, I kind of took advantage. And now that I'm older, it's just like, damn, you know, I kind of wish I had the chance to just, you know, take a step back and just meet her now and really understand who she was now because I kind of still, and it's weird because I kind of still don't know who my grandmother is. I know who she is because I know of her because of the younger me that knows of her, but I don't know of her. I never, I never sat and had a conversation with my grandmother, of course, because she passed away when I was younger, but you know, to sit with your grandmother now at this day and age at 23 years old, it's a whole totally different story. And I never really got a chance to experience something like that. And it sucks. I mean, thankfully she passed away. I'm not going to say thankfully, but you know, she passed away peacefully. She passed away in her sleep. She just went to sleep and never woke up. And I'm grateful she didn't go out in pain. I'm grateful that she didn't go out, you know, on tubes and, you know, in the hospital somewhere with cords running through her body. But, you know, it just sucks that I didn't get to know her. I didn't, she didn't get to know who I was now, the person I am now. But I just say that to say grief is a hard thing to deal with, honestly. Like, this, the whole point of this story, honestly, is just grief because I'm still stuck in a trans, I feel like, when it comes to her death because I know she's gone, right? And I've been to the, the grave site and I go visit her grave and I try to fix it up and, you know, I pray to her and I still have pictures and I wish her birthday every, I wish her happy birthday every year. And, but I still to this day 
it does not feel real that she's passed away. And I don't know if it's because she died when I was younger and it was so hard for me to grasp it. And I got older and could never really understand it. But I still to this day cannot understand. Like in my mind, I really just cannot wrap my head around knowing that she's gone because she was such a a spirit that I feel like I would love to have been like want I would want that type of spirit in my life right now <clears throat> and I don't know if that was just God's way of you know showing me somebody like that as I'm younger so that I can just try to maybe be like that the older I get um but it just sucks because I never really got to know my grandmother I didn't get to grow up 14, 15, 16 and have talks with my grandmother. I'm 23 years old and I haven't ever had a chance to sit down with my grandmother and just get to know who she is as a person. Of course, my great grandmother's still alive and she tells me stuff about her. But, you know, to hear it from my grandmother and to truly know who she was as a person, that's something I'll never get to do. I don't I don't know who she is and she watches over me. So that's all I can all I can do is just be grateful to know that I have an angel watching over me, but it just sucks. And like my great grandmother, thank God she's still alive. She's 80 something years old and she just, she's broken. Um, she buried her daughter, of course. And then she came back and y'all, she buried my uncle, my grandmother's brother, the same, same day my grandmother died same day but years years later eight years later like they literally passed away on the same day and like how do you deal with that like she's a strong woman because I don't even know how I would deal with something like that grief is such a hard thing and I I need to call my great grandma actually I try to call her I try to like you know stay in contact with her because when I was younger I took advantage of the fact that you know, I was young and my grandma would call me and stuff like that. And I was young. So, I, you know, I was doing kid things. I wasn't really worried about death. I wasn't worried about if this was going to be the last day I talked to my grandma, you know. But the older you get, the more you process that, like, days are not promised for anybody. So I just have to honestly take that in to consideration. I'm honestly learning to grieve a little bit more with people's death, like, my uncle's death, I think I cried a little, but I didn't cry a lot. And that's just because I didn't have that strong a relationship with him either. Um, I, of course, he knew me. I knew him. That was my uncle. I've been around him before. like, But to have a real relationship with him, I didn't have it. And that's just because I was, me and my sister weren't connected to that side of the family that much um, as we grew up. I grew up with my dad's side of the family, not my mom's. So it was hard developing relationships with people on my mom's side of the family when I was all the way three, four hours the other side of the, of town with my dad's side of the family, you know? So that to me was hard. Grieving still to this day, the loss of my grandmother is, is pretty hard in it. It sucks because it's hard to talk to people about it without people thinking like oh you know she passed away years ago you know like you're still sad about it or you know you still haven't you know processed it and it's just like I was young when she passed away and I don't think I really grasped it and I still to this day have yet to really process it like 
to sit and talk to someone about it. I talk to myself about it and I've cried plenty of times about it, but like to really sit and like process, like it's not, it has not registered in my head yet. And I talk to my sister about this too. And we both, every day we say it, it just does not feel real. Like it's been nine years, I think, since my grandma passed away, eight or nine years. And I, it still does not feel real to us. Like, yeah, y'all, that's really it for this week's story. I hope that this story gives y'all some type of I don't know more insight into my life if not just some type of entertainment or something to listen to honestly um this this one was kind of personal for me because I didn't really get to I've never really opened up a lot about my grandmother's death and um I haven't I don't think so and I don't know I kind of just feel like this was very very sensitive but I am okay and I hope that you all take something from this story which is honestly me personally I would say just deal with the grief and don't let it linger on for years like me I was young at the time so I think that's my excuse as to why I haven't dealt with the grief but I I believe that people deal with grief in their grief in their own ways so there is ways for you to deal with it. I mean, I've written her letters. I've gone to her grave and sat and talked to her. I pray to her. I, like, look at her pictures and talk to her. I listen to, you know, some of the old songs she used to sing and all the old memories that we used to experience. I've, like, I've experienced it. I've talked to myself. I've talked to her. But I don't know. I'm still dealing with this, like, huge huge like chunk of white space where I just don't know and I think that's why it's so hard for me to grasp this because I don't know and I have a hard time with not knowing (laughs) so yeah but y'all I'm still under the weather right now not feeling too well I don't want to get sad while being under the weather because it's just it's just not gonna feel good so I'm out of here I hope that y'all honestly enjoyed this story I hope I didn't sadden anyone or, like I said, trigger anyone or cause some type of emotions that you weren't expecting to feel in. But there is positive ways for you to deal with grief. I've, I mean, I've channeled minds in many ways that I can imagine. Like going to college, one was because I knew that that's something she wanted of me. So I was like, I'm going to college. Shit. If that's, if that's my way of giving back to my grandmother, I'm going to do it. And then once I graduated college, I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the Army. And what's funny is I commissioned, and I became a second lieutenant on the day of her birthday. Like, I literally pledged and signed an oath to serve and protect the country on her birthday. And that, to me, was a probably a little gift from her, me giving a gift to her on her birthday. So I, I think the little things kind of add up in a way. As the years have gone on, I've learned to process it in different ways. And I think I've given a little bit back to her. And my grandma, my great grandmother has in many ways tried to give back to me. And, you know, she's given me insight more on like who my grandmother was and just more answers that I just never got a chance to really ask. But yeah. I'm out of here, though, y'all. I hope that you guys enjoy the weekend. I hope that you guys are enjoying this summer because this summer has not been the best for me at all.
honestly i have been sick most of the summer i have been in bed i've had fevers i've had things i can't even fucking imagine so i hope y'all enjoying it i've tried to enjoy as much as i can my lovely husband my boyfriend is coming to see me and visit my sick butt so thank god i will be around him to hold me and to baby me i'm about to get baby so yeah but thank y'all for tuning in of course like i say every week make sure y'all leave a review like subscribe say it with the podcast on me oh my um on instagram and i'm out of here i really hope that y'all enjoyed this episode so this is the me on my podcast bye Oh, 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 oh,